0: Hey, everyone. Do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Welcome to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we've made it to the Super Bowl extravaganza podcast. So I'm actually going to be explaining some of the best ways to watch the Super Bowl here in Las Vegas, whether you pay for it or you want to watch it for free, and also some tips on how to bet the Super Bowl, because even if you're not a huge gambler, most people like to have a little bit of money on the biggest game of the year. So that's what we're going to be covering here on this podcast today. It might go a little bit longer than usual, but it's going to be going over some of the um, more important things you should know when you're visiting Las Vegas during the Super Bowl. So hopefully you guys enjoy, and here we are. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, let's dive into where you can watch the Super Bowl. So uh, for those of you wondering who's playing in the Super Bowl this year, if you're not a huge follower of football, it's going to be the Eagles versus the Chiefs. I believe at the time of this podcast that the spread on the game is going to be uh, minus a point and a half uh, for the Eagles. That means the Eagles are the favorite and they have to win by two points if you bet the spread. So these are important things that we'll talk about later in the podcast on how to bet on the Super Bowl and ways about going about it and the most uh important convenient ways to do it as well so uh but the first part um are just sort of sort of important things you should know about the super bowl uh especially for those either are visiting vegas for the first time or watching you know sports the first time um just know the super bowl is on sunday obviously uh so everything in the weekend will be geared towards the big game so you're gonna have big game parties the night club glo- the nightclubs typically have huge guests especially for saturday night you know leading into the super bowl on sunday And sometimes you're going to find a lot of celebrities in town because they do like to host some of the parties that are here as well. It'll also be one of the most expensive times to visit Las Vegas other than like New Year's. Uh, This is really put up there with New Year's, um, Super Bowl, and then any of the other big holidays. This is really put up in that echelon, sort of like March Madness that echelon of, uh, of busyness. So just know it's going to be very, very busy during the Super Bowl. Um, other things to note, uh, typically the Super Bowl will start, especially uh, if it's on the West Coast. Uh, this game will be starting at 3.30 Pacific time. So for those of you are used to Eastern Standard Time, that is 6.30 on the East Coast, which means it's 3.30 here on the West Coast. So if you party a little bit too hard, just know that you should be up in time for that uh, for the timing for the Super Bowl. Uh, so, now that we covered that, this is important to note because we're going to be going into the first part of today's podcast, which is places to watch the Super Bowl if you need to pay or if you're going to be reserving a space. These are important things to keep in mind. So, one of the important things to keep in mind is, is that most of these places that I'm going to list off that make you reserve a space typically allow you to start seating at about noon or 1 o'clock. Noon is typically the earliest. Sometimes they will do it at 11 but typically 12 o'clock noon is when they start letting you sit down and sort of get to your space. When you do reserve a space for any of these events for the Super Bowl, um, you are going to have to usually put on a deposit when you make the reservation, and then the entire thing will be due once you get uh, to the space. So uh, without further ado, I will jump into my top places to watch the Super Bowl where you have to make a reservation. So um, I will be giving you my favorite places to watch the Super Bowl for free and different ways that you can do that as well later in the podcast. But for right now, this is for all of you people who love to pay for your space. So here we go, let's jump into it. So uh, nah, these aren't in any particular order, but these will be you know, sort of numbered, I suppose. So one of the ones that I would recommend that's sort of brand new, that's awesome because you still might be able to get a reservation for it, um, is the trustworthy brewing company over at the Palazzo? So uh, this space is a little bit—it's a little bit out of the way um, in terms of where it is in the hotel, uh, just because you have to go into the mall area of the Palazzo. So typically up the escalators where the big waterfall is, then you have to go around the corner, sort of where the where that, um, uh, it's like uh, the Fendi store. It's sort of like backwards, so you kind of have to go back uh, to actually see where this place is at. So it's a good space. It actually, they just installed a very large video wall, so you're going to be able to watch the entire game. They have multiple TVs set up in different pillars. They also have a bunch of TVs around the bar. I believe, if I remember counting, they had 12 13, 14, 15, 16 TVs just in the bar area alone. So should be enough space to actually watch the game and there should be plenty of viewing opportunities if you reserve over at Trustworthy Brewing Company. So their price, and this is going to be pretty standard for most places, is going to be $175 for their premium bar package, which typically that includes the open bar space. It also includes any drinks as well. Uh, That is the package that you're going to get. A good rule of thumb for this place is that you're actually going to be able to bring your children if you are traveling with kids during Super Bowl weekend, which I know is sometimes not the most favorite thing of a lot of people that are here in town is to see a bunch of kids. But sometimes when you're coming with your kids, this is something you can't avoid. So uh, again, Trustworthy Brewing Company over at the Palazzo is going to be the option that you can do uh if you're here in town so typically most of these bar packages the minimums are going to be between 150 and 200 and that is pretty standard wherever you go this typically allows you reservation for and by the way that's per person so keep that in mind per person uh, but typically that reserves you the space which is going to be like a table for a four top or you know a larger group uh, but this one looks like it's going to be per person 175 uh, to be able to seat at the Trustworthy Brewing Company. So that is one option. Uh, there's another option, which I still saw there was some spaces for. These are sort of take, being taken up quickly. So once you hear this pod, go ahead and make those reservations because this will be coming out the week of the Super Bowl, which is sometimes when you're behind the eight ball of making these reservations. So moving on to my next spot that I would recommend, this is going to be Redtail at Resorts World. Uh, this space is actually really cool. They have a sort of a nice little outdoor indoor space where you could play a giant beer pong and all that kind of crazy stuff but they do have a great wall of tvs to actually view the super bowl um you can also this place has many different options in terms of how to seat so i'm going to kind of run through them really quick you can get an eight person premium couch which is going to be five thousand dollar minimum spend um that's typically going to be your best viewing space. They also they're going to have an eight person $3000 minimum spend, which that's going to be typically the second level of viewing experience. So typically it's usually not right in center, but it will typically further back or off to the side. Then you have a $4000 minimum spend, which is again going to be closer to where the $5000 couches are, but you know, not premium premium. Uh, then you're going to be able to have a eight person VIP table which, and this is only $2,500, you can obviously figure out because of these pricings that they're typically going to be the type of table you're going to sit at. So a VIP table typically just means it's going to be at a table spot uh, with usually high top chairs or regular chairs. And the couches are going to be lounge couches, obviously. So uh, then the other one, the last option is going to be a one person bar stool, which that's going for 175 for their minimum spend. So this is actually a really good time to jump into this for those of you that have ever heard our past podcast about nightclubs and day clubs in general is that when they have a what's called a minimum spend, that is what you obviously minimally have to spend so you're going to be charged that regardless but just note whatever it is they're also going to be charging you uh, auto gratuity on that which is typically between 18 and 20 percent if you're in a nightclub that's 22 percent. They're also going to charge you state tax, and sometimes they might even add a service fee or some type of charge of that of that uh, way. So just know that if, you spe- if you're looking at it and say, oh, that's only $5,000, just know that they're going to be tacking on that auto gratuity. They're also going to be tacking on that state tax as well as probably a service fee on the top of that as well. So just remember to do all your math before you get there. They will not say this you know, in bold print. This will typically in, be in fine print when you make any of these reservations. And most of these reservations can be done online. A lot of them require a credit card authorization form uh, when you do make these reservations. So back, back in my day as a concierge, um, whenever we had these big events, we always had to do a credit card authorization. It was very rare that we didn't and yes, a lot of times these places still need you to fax it, because a lot of these places, that is the most secure way to sort of transmit credit card information. So please don't get mad at the people when they ask for a fax, because I know we don't all own fax machines, but this is the way that they require you to get, their infor- get your information. So I know it sounds silly, but that's sort of the name of the game in the las vegas reservation industry so uh that's red tail over at resorts world which again is a great space they have a lot of tvs to look at and again this is sort of a sort of enclosed space so really the only way you're going to be to watch at this particular property or this particular space is to be reserving spaces inside uh resorts world actually has a lot of places like they have their sports book which has uh, i believe uh red dog or uh the doghouse—that's what it's called—which um, has lots of TVs. But I did check, and they were sold out for this particular event. Which you're gonna run into that a lot. Like a lot of places that I really enjoy that allow reservations are places like Budweiser Beer Park is awesome because they have so many TVs. Um, also, places like uh, American. Uh, which is going to be over at the Link Promenade. They have a good space, but again, a lot of reservations are taken up already. So just note that these are kind of the places that I would recommend, but they are, you know, somewhat full at this point. So moving on to probably the number one most popular place to watch any sports in Las Vegas. This is sort of sort of shoot in as one of the best sports books in the entire United States, maybe even the world, and that is the Circa Sportsbook or the Circa Stadium Swim Space. So just note that these are two different places. The sports book is inside. Stadium swim is obviously outside, which is gigantic. Uh, for Circa, the Circa sports book, just note that they do have regular spaces in terms of seating, but those are obviously reserved. You do have to call ahead or j- get there early. Typically, you have to call ahead because this place is so popular and reserved spaces. They have one of the largest sports books in the world. Expect their pricing to be between the 150 to 250 range in terms of reserving a single chair, just because it is one of the premier sports books in the entire world. Uh, I did check, you know, a couple of days ago just to see if they had anything still available. They do have their premium booth seating available which is a six thousand dollar minimum spend which that's going to be sort of dead center in the middle of the sports book they have a couple different tiers of their booths honestly it doesn't really matter because the tvs are gigantic but important to note they have a maximum capacity of six guests so keep that in mind and also they are saying that you are reserving the space between 2 p.m and 8 p.m the day of the event so that typically gets you an hour and a half before the game starts and then 8 p.m which is typically about uh typically a couple hours after the game ends so just keep that in mind when you're making this reservation that those are the hours that you have it reserved uh you do have to check in at two so whenever we see these times like two uh midday this just means that you have to check in at that time. That doesn't mean you have to be there the entire time, but typically that means you have to check in somewhat around that time, maybe a little bit after for that particular space. Because there's so minimum min, uh, minimum spaces at Circa, it doesn't really matter. They're not going to give it away because they are selling the specific seating area at, uh, at the sports book. So keep that in mind. And again, same thing applies here. You have to pay half price deposit, before you get to the actual event uh, also they typically only allow one credit card for the deposit so you have to sort of pull that together and make sure it goes on one card at the beginning so find your richest friend and put it on their card so um, we're going to be moving outside now and by the way there was only a few of those premium booths left that i saw on the website so just keep that in mind for the circa Sportsbook. so Moving outside to the Circus Stadium Swim, which this space is going to be much, much larger and more available for those of you that don't want to spend the big prices, but still want to have a good time when you come into town. So uh, for those of you not familiar with how the Stadium Swim looks like, it is a huge pool with multiple uh, pools, obviously, but a huge space. They also have gaming on the outside as well. So in this particular space, they do have uh, cabanas. They have day beds. They also have... Uh, sort of loungers as well and they even have lounge chairs of course they have some that are actually in the pool and just in case you were wondering yes it is february here in las vegas where it still gets a little bit chilly but it is actually warmed up in every single one of the pools which are heated to i think they said like 85 degrees which i think it's kind of hot but i mean hey what do i know so anyways moving on to the stadium swim space Typically for the standing room, which I did check these out just to make sure that I had kind of all my bases covered, standing room, which was still available, is $150, sort of a flat rate. You get one free drink with that, and you also get access to their buffet, which is typically just like, you know, finger foods, wings, that kind of thing that's available to you. And that's going to be the lower level of the Circa Stadium Swim. There are a couple different levels, which is going to be important coming up to this next thing I'm going to tell you, which is they do have another general admission uh, ticket, which that's $200, so $50 extra which allows you access to their upper deck, which gives you better viewing of the giant, giant screens that they have um, over there at Stadium Swim, which is going to be a huge wall of TVs, which obviously all be on the main game. You're also able to place bets over at the Circa Stadium Swim on the top level, so never fear. You don't have to go to the sportsbook. You can just do it right in person over at the pool area. And again, that one's going to allow you better viewing of... The game. Um, they also do still have some day beds and cabanas available. They're all ranging between $2,500 and $8,000 for their particular spaces. Just know that 2500 is going to be going for a day bed. For those of you that have never done like a pool before, day beds are typically like a king or queen size bed. Uh, typically, it's you know pretty firm that you can sit on it. Uh, you can usually have up to You know, up to four people if you want to get cozy, but if you're just sitting around the edges, you can typically fit around six, seven people around the edges of the daybed. Uh, So you kind of mix and match when you do it. And again, those are going to be minimum spends. So just again, same rules apply as the inside where it has to be. That's the basic minimum of the table. Uh, You can get bottles. You can get buckets of beer. I recommend buckets of beer because it'll last you a little bit longer while you're outside. And most of the time, people don't finish all the beers. Over at uh, during the Super Bowl, which I can tell from personal experience. So, um, if you do get a cabana, cabanas are obviously going to be much larger spaces. They usually have a uh, a separate TV just for you inside of the cabana. They'll usually have a couch on the inside, chairs, a table. You'll have your own cocktail waitress. Which same goes for the day beds, but typically the cabana waitresses are a little bit faster for some reason. And they usually come with a busser as well. And those are really you know high end experiences for the daybeds, and the cabanas, which obviously give you still views of the big screen, but a lot of times people end up watching little screen that's inside, and when I say little screen, it's just a like nice plasma inside of your cabana, and it's funny, I said plasma, I've been watching a lot of Entourage lately, and uh, it's funny how the mid-2000s, that plasma was the sort of given term for a TV back in the day, now they're all plasmas, so we just have to say TV back like we're in the 1960s, Okay, so that was my list of places that you can purchase spaces, top, some of the top places to actually pay for a spot to watch Super Bowl. Personally, when I like to watch the Super Bowl, especially if my dad is in town, because my dad is super anxious of sitting in a chair all day unless he has a premium seat, which one year we he was actually able to get a chair at the Cosmopolitan right on the corner, never left that seat, but because we all know that it's premium space to actually get a seat anywhere in las vegas during the super bowl but most of the time he likes to sort of be able to move around sort of grab a spot you know stand and that's completely fine because he likes to be mobile so in this next section i'm going to be giving you the tips of watching the super bowl without paying for a space so that's going to be coming up next hey everybody this is brian ortega from concierge confidential just letting you know about a new podcast that we have out it's called last night in vegas with me brian ortega hopefully you're able to listen to it um it'll be periodically put out throughout the week and usually if i go out in the evening you'll probably be hearing a podcast about how that night went so make sure to check out our new podcast last night in vegas presented by neon smoke productions All right, everybody, we've got to the cheap part of the podcast, or at least the way that I like to watch the Super Bowl in particular. Here's some of my views about the Super Bowl in general in terms of where you actually, you know, if you sit or you reserve a space. I always believe that reserving a space for the Super Bowl is one of the most overrated things you can pay for in town. Uh, Let me explain this in particular. If you are a person who's by yourself or just two people, I think it is not worth it to actually reserve a space for the Super Bowl because two people they don't have large spaces for you to watch the Super Bowl for 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 couples for two just because typically they want large groups, they need that in extra space. So typically they're going to push you off towards the side and you don't get as premium viewing as the bigger groups. So when you're actually able to stay mobile, it gives you the flexibility to be able to move in between different bars uh not restaurants, but bars in town, sports books to watch the actual game. So I always usually ask people when they came up to me, how many are in your group? If it was less than, you know, four people, I typically just recommended to watch it at a sports book or any of those spaces. So that's just kind of my general view on reserving spaces for the Super Bowl, just, you know, to get that out there in the open. So um, important things to know about if you're going to be watching the Super Bowl without a reserved space Don't worry. They will have the Super Bowl on every single television in the casino, no matter where you are, whether you're playing blackjack, whether you're in the sports book, whether you're at the poker room. They will be showing the Super Bowl on all the TVs, which means you really just have to grab yourself a drink at one of the casino bars because those casino bars tend to not reserve spaces. Usually just first come first serve and then you can grab it and then go to any place in the casino to watch the game if you want. Uh, so that's one of my tips: is that you just grab yourself, you know, a couple drinks, find a good TV that you can, you know, maybe lean up against a wall or something, and watch the Super Bowl that way. Or, this takes a little bit of discipline on your part: is getting up early, usually getting to a bar around ten or eleven. And when I say that, I mean a casino bar because, again, casino bars don't charge to sit at their particular spaces because they really can't. You can't really monitor, you know, people coming in and out. It's much, much more difficult. So you're able to get in a seat and just sit there all day. Uh, maybe have your friends, maybe you and the, you know, that friend can rotate who's sitting in the chair, who's not. If you can get a seat next to them, awesome. That's one way to do it. You don't need to be playing a, like a video poker game to actually be sitting at the bar. They can't really do that uh, for this particular event. So just know you can go to any casino bar as long as it's not closed off uh, and just sit and watch the game. Completely, completely fine. Uh, just note that, you know, You're going to be there for a while, so pace yourself when you're drinking. But usually, if you can get there around 10 or 11, you do have to be there for a while. But it does give you a space to watch the Super Bowl. Um, This leads me into my next point, which is any sports book. Most sports books, there are a few that I'm going to highlight that are probably not the best to try to watch the Super Bowl at, are usually in open spaces. So some places that I recommend that are really easily accessible and able to watch the Super Bowl without a reserved space. Uh, The Mirage has a very large sports book to be able to watch the games. The Westgate Superbook has also a very large uh, uh, space to watch the games. Uh, The Bellagio is another good space as well. I would also recommend places like the Cosmopolitan, which feels sort of enclosed, but they do have lots of TVs to choose from. It's kind of limited in terms of finding a space there, but that's a good spot. Venetian is also a good spot to watch any of the games. And I would also recommend Caesar's Palace if you can find, you know, some space around that sort of uh, spot. They probably will be charging for their bar tops, but they have a very nice bar top in front of Caesar's Palace. Their sports book to watch the game. So there's just a couple sports books off the top of my head. Places I do not recommend trying is like the Aria. I would also recommend not doing like, uh, not doing the Park MGM because there's more. They're more of a bar feel. New York, New York is terrible. Do not go to their sports book and. Um, Yeah, that's kind of off the top of my head. MGM is also very, you know, claustrophobic. Don't do MGM Grand Sportsbook. So highly don't recommend that. But um, yeah, I think I listed some of the ones that I wouldn't recommend. One that I did forget that is a good place um, is Mandalay Bay over at the uh, Mandalay Bay Sportsbook, obviously. So that's also a very airy, very old school sportsbook to check out. So the old school sportsbooks like like that one are really good places to actually watch super bowl because again they're open air much larger just sort of reflecting what it was you know like back in the day having a sports book um also some places off the strip south point's a good spot because they have both places open and you know that's a good homer kind of pick for me so moving on to other things uh yeah most lobby bars kind of covered that you know that's what i would recommend uh, they will have the sound on wherever you go for the Super Bowl, except the casino floor. So typically the casino floor does not have the game going uh, going on. So if you're in the lobby bar, though, any of the restaurants, the, the conference rooms that you might watch it in, those will typically have the sound on. So you don't have to worry about that. And yes, they typically do leave it on for the entire game. So typically from the national anthem, the halftime show, all the way to the end of the game, you'll be able to hear everything from Super Bowl 57. But all right, guys, so we're going to be sort of finishing up our free part of today's class. Um, So then we're going to be moving on to the gambling portion of gambling on the Super Bowl and how to best go about it, especially if it's your first time here to Las Vegas. I'm going to be going through some of the tips and tricks on how to get the most out of your betting experience on Super Bowl 57. Alright everyone, so we've now made it to the gambling portion of today's pod, so thank you so much for sticking around. So, you've come to Las Vegas, you want to put a couple bucks in the game, but you've never bet on a game in your entire life. Do not worry, I'm here to explain to you why it is super easy. So, most important thing to note about the Super Bowl is that if you're going to be betting on the Super Bowl, do not bet the same day as the Super Bowl. It is actually a mess if you try to do that just because everybody else who's a first-timer has the exact same idea, like, oh, I'm going to get here, I'm going to put my bets together, and then boom, I'm good to go. Typically, I can also say this for any other part of the week, that it is a mess. The Super Bowl Friday, Saturday, Sunday is a mess when you want to bet at the actual window at a sports book. So unless you're somebody who has an app, which if you're coming from a different jurisdiction, so someplace like Arizona or let's just say like Colorado or New Jersey or New York, let's just say you have a BetMGM app, which is you know pretty popular here in town, it does not transfer to the state of Nevada because once you cross the state line, you have a different jurisdiction. You have to sign up all over again. So sometimes it is rather inconvenient, especially if you even have been gambling for a while. When you come to Las Vegas, you have to either have an account already or sign up again for your account. So most important thing to note, do not bet on the same day as the Super Bowl. Do not bet on Sunday. So that's number one. Moving on, important thing to note, I would recommend obviously betting early. So this would be if you're getting here on Friday to do your bets on Friday or Saturday. The lines will still be long, but at least you're not worried about not getting your bet in before the game starts. So you are going to be standing in line, but this is a good time to actually just wait, double check your bets right before you get up to the line. Typically the day before, you're going to be waiting maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes to get your bet in, which I know sounds long, but at least you know that you're going to have your bets in before the big game starts on Sunday. Uh, also, I recommend do not make your picks in the line. A lot of these sports books tend to have more than 30 pages of prop bets, which that's why people love to bet the Super Bowl is all the prop bets. So I would recommend you sit down. You don't have to be super, you know, analytical about it, especially if you're just doing it for fun. Just find some of the ones that you find the most fun. Have them written down. Do not circle them. Have them written down on a separate piece of paper so that when you get up to the actual book, you're able to actually just round off the numbers. Which brings me to my next point about betting on the Super Bowl. And this is sort of about betting in general if you're going to be doing it in person. One, do not be scared about going up to the window because guess what? They see beginners every single day at the sports book. So no need to worry about that. Uh, But you should help them by actually saying the number that is associated with your bet. So typically on the left side of the page, there will be a long list of numbers and that'll also be connected to the bet that you're trying to make. So for example, a really popular one is uh, what do you think the coin toss will be? Obviously, this is actually not a very good bet to make because it doesn't have very good odds on it. It's usually like minus 105 or something of that nature, which is never, never fun. But anyways, that's getting really mathy. But if you want to bet on like heads or tails, as an example, there will be a number on the left-hand side. It'll usually say uh, 1501 and 1502. Let's just use that as an example. 1501 is... Connected to heads and 1502 is connected to tails. If you think heads is going to win, you would walk up to the teller and say, I want to put $10 on 1501. And then they're going to type in 1501 into their computer. Heads will pop up. They will say, you want You sure you want to bet it? You're going to say yes. And then boom, we're good to go. So that makes life much easier because they can't type out what you want. They actually just type in the numbers. So that's how they know what bet you're trying to make. So remember, if you're going to be walking up to the sports book, or sorry, to the teller, write all of these down on a separate sheet of paper and just, you know, make sure you have it right before, you, you know, just walk up with this piece of paper and you can walk up. You can just say, let me bet. I want to bet $10 on 1501 and then they will make the bet for you. So it is that easy. That's for every single bet that they have on the board. Uh, Typically for prop bets, you cannot parlay, which for those of you that know know, about gambling, parlaying means that you put multiple bets together. If you are a beginner, I recommend you do not parlay because this is actually going to make things more complicated for you, even though that most prop bets don't allow you to do it. But Stick to one bet at a time because this will actually help you going forward. So just keep that in mind that you don't want to be betting a lot of parlays, especially if you are a beginner, because it just means more things for you to worry about. I want this to be a fun experience. And really, you shouldn't be betting a lot of money if you have not bet before. So typically, I would have a budget you want to actually gamble on the Super Bowl before you even get here. So for example, if you walk up to the sportsbook and you're ready to you know, make all of your bets, try to do the math on how much it's all going to cost you so let's just say that your budget is 300 dollars which is you know not that too bad especially for a recreational better and then just price it out as you go so just say I want to put ten dollars on this I want to put 20 bucks on this 15 on this and so on and so forth good rule of thumb is is that you do not want to put a lot of money on long shot prop bets typically you want to put maybe 10 15 bucks at the most um, on a prop bet uh, on, on on one bet. So, for example, let's just say, will the game end by exactly three points? And that could be for either team, which I cashed on that last year, so, you know, good for me. It pays out, you know, plus 400, which that means four to one for those of you following along. So if you put $10 on that particular bet, you're going to be winning uh, 40 bucks, actually 50 bucks, uh, but you're going to be winning profit $40 because you take four times 10, and that makes... 40 look at us doing math plus the ten dollars you bet so you make 50 so you want to put less money on the long shot bets because if they do hit you're still going to have a pretty good amount that you come away with um and just keep that in mind going forward so you don't have to bet the farm everything especially depending on your how much you actually gamble should be something that you're willing to lose that should always be the idea when you're going to be betting on stuff is that you're not wanting to lose but you're able to lose this money and still you know go on living a happy full life so again this is my biggest biggest thing if you're going to be walking up to the teller have your bet written down with the number that it goes with uh, especially because you're going to be doing so many of these prop bets uh, typically most of the time you could walk up to the sports book or the teller and say hey I want to bet on the Packers they'll look up the number for you and you're good to go which I mean honestly you should be figuring this out before but it's the Super Bowl. They have a lot of bets they have to get through, and it actually really, really irritates the tellers for doing this. Again, I say they get irritated. Maybe they don't. But for me, I want you guys to look like you know what you're doing going up to the teller here in Vegas. So it might be a little bit scary for those who have been betting on online, on, on your phones, on the apps, and you have to interact with people, and it's sort of different, and the whole sort of mystique about doing it in person can be a little bit scary. But believe me, it's super fun experience. And I would just, you know, I would highly recommend doing it at some point. So um, last little bit about betting on the Super Bowl. Obviously, if you have some winnings, you're going to want to cash them out. Just know the exact moment after the Super Bowl is one of the busiest times to cash any of your bets. So if you are able to cash them, you know, the next day, feel free to. That will also still be a long time because that's when all the locals descend on the sports books and make their, you know, cash out all their winnings. And this goes on for about a week but just note if you did do any of the prop bets so like the passing or the receiving or the rushing any of these bets it does take about an hour for them to grade them especially the prop bets specifically if it's just a game bet like who won the game and you had the correct side that's typically done right away but the ones that are a little bit more crazy more intricate they do have to grade those in the back by like a person. So just give that some time, give it about an hour for them, for you to actually go up and cash any of your prop bets uh, for the Super Bowl. So um, I think that's actually the last thing I wanted to cover about the Super Bowl. Um, Hopefully you guys all enjoy the Super Bowl this year. It should be a really fantastic one between two really great teams um, I do not have a pick on the Super Bowl yet, but if you had to ask me, I am leaning towards the Chiefs, just because I do like Patrick Mahomes as the dog. But I do know that they did have a, a lot of injuries in the wide receiver core, uh, including Hardman, who was one of the wide receivers, which at the time of this recording found out that I think I believe he's injured and will not be playing in the Super Bowl, which um, you know is not great, but it might you know help the number for me in particular. But anyways, uh, I'm not. The expert, I have to say, um, I do enjoy football. Um, I do actually work for a company that does cover quite a bit of football, so uh, I like to bet on sports. I do enjoy my team, the Packers. Uh, I do know, you know, how to cover it pretty effectively, but uh, let's just say that if I was really good at betting, I would be on a different side of the table. So uh, I do leave it up to the professionals to make their official predictions but anyways i'm going with the chiefs let's just say it now let's go chiefs even though you know big packer fan aaron Rodgers, that's my boy so anyways that is the last bit from our super bowl extravaganza on how to make the most out of your vegas trip to watch the super bowl thank you so much for listening to concierge confidential i'm your host brian ortega and you guys have a great week